Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods and Viking Heads. Check out Phoenix Rods at phoenixrods.com or check them out at Phoenix Rods on Instagram. Check out Viking Heads at Viking Head Baitco on Instagram or Viking Heads on the interweb. Today's episode is Chris Purcell of Swimbait Underground and Jerry Rego. We talk about the new bait they dropped, the rat, and uh, break that down a little bit. It's a, it's a pretty quick episode. Pretty quick episode. Um, we'll be back to the regular. I can't talk today. Regularly scheduled program on Monday. Uh, Monday will be Matt Lures. Um, been super busy making lead heads. You guys should be able to be get them again pretty soon. Uh, the next location will be the Long Fin. That'll be next week sometime. And uh, that's about it, guys. Um, check out the Patreon sponsored by Swimming Underground this month. Check out SU if you want to go get one. They dropped today. So go grab some. Uh, support Swimming Underground. They support us. So we'd like you to support them. Also, if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes, that'd be great. Greatly appreciated. And I think that that is it for this week. Um, I hope you guys like this episode. Uh, no new gear yet. Nothing but soon, I hope. We'll see. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Um, let's talk about the rat. So you guys came out with a new bait, uh, SU and, and you colla- uh, collabed on a bait and it's a one piece rat. You want to talk about it a little bit? Well, uh, you know, we've done a couple other baits. Some, you know, haven't come out yet, but we had pretty good success with the D three, but the underground wanted to, you know, we wanted a rat that was something different. So it came to me and, you know, I have a lot of experience with the rats or whatever. And, and uh, so I just says, uh, you know, I'm working on something and I got something. And let me, you know, basically I think uh, I sent Chris a picture of the gray one. And it kind of, the picture I had kind of jumped out. He goes, man, we'd like to look at that. And, of course, it had the uh, the diamond lip. and um, But basically... You know, I knew it worked, and I mostly sold uh, most of them through Swimbait Underground, Tackle Warehouse, and everything. But they wanted something, and I was—I worked on the uh, 
the diamond lip was originally was not for the twisty tourney. I was putting them on my Rapala style baits for brown trout because I rip them and it was less resistance. So because of the less resistance, you know, most rat fishing is kind of slow, but I wanted, I wanted a rat to dive, but I didn't want, uh, you know, I, I wanted less resistance. So where they show like some of the pros fishing crankbaits where they get, put a lot of line out, light line, they get down on their knees, stick their tip in the water. Cause they're trying to get down to 30 feet or something mm -hmm. with, just with a crankbait. And, um, but there's a lot of resistance rods bent over, you know what I mean? Whether it's scratching the bottom or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I thought because <clears throat> of the, the small resistance with my brown trout lures that ripped really easy compared to a standard lip, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was looking for less resistance, but still trying to get the depth. And of course the wiggle getting the same wiggle. So I started messing with it on the rat, you know, on some of my other rats and, and it just wouldn't, um, you know, wasn't getting the the depth at all. You know what I mean? You know, I was getting the less resistance. But then I started messing around, and I had the uh, I was working on D three at the same time. Um, we had a bait I gave away with the underground, and the customer that got it didn't didn't quite understand it, um, but uh, we liked it. And then uh, they wanted to look at the bait, so they got the bait back from them. And uh, so then they said, "Hey man, can we get something like this?" Well, was this a resin bait? Yeah. Okay. And uh, but when when I put the the lip on on this this new rat, it became instead of a less lesser resistance to the water, or whatever it's it was doing this twisty turny thing that I kind of didn't expect, even though the D three is twisting and turning all over the place, mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting it with a one piece bait. <clears throat> So when I approached them with this bait, you know, they were looking for something different. You know, it was just uh, everybody jumped on it and liked it. And uh, and then for me, um, you know, I fished it quite quite a bit. And, you know, you know, I live where there's a lot of smaller bass, but, uh, but they're not exactly easy. But I noticed an immediate response. So we moved forward with it. And basically, we didn't change a lot. You know, um, they put their input to what they wanted. And, uh the main thing that I wanted to bring, you know, I've, I've had other one piece rats, but nobody's really, uh, jumped on it. Or actually I should say there's a lot of non-believers. They think of rats got to have multi joints. For instance, uh, let's just say three joints. Mm -hmm. Now you got a snake in my opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, and while you might have a subtle, a subtle rat and a lot of rats, when you watch them in the water, they are, they are subtle. But in my opinion, the subtle ones don't get bit like the, aggravated ones or, are dying or, you know, or something like yeah, that. Or yeah. let's just say a straight up wake bait. Yeah. And, uh, but basically this one has a different action, but it's also a fish attracting action. So, you know, I stopped, uh, you know, I didn't want to lose the baits or anything or have anybody find it, but we, <laughs> we sent the bait out. It's taken a while find to get it. it. What do you mean? Well, I laugh cause I, we had sample colors of each one and, uh, we were up, working with butch last year and we, uh, we went to the lagoon at night ben and i on the on the east shore there and i lost one real quick in the toolies i don't know who got it but it's out there somewhere it's been out there for a year <laughs> real nice chris yeah it's good the thing i like better than the resin is the injection 
And that's yeah. that's what uh And that's what this rat is. See, that's the crazy thing is you've done this forever and we talked about it on the last podcast. You're very big on the injections. You'd rather just have an injected mold. They all swim the same, you know they're gonna be I think perfect. they're tougher, the paint lasts longer. Yeah. Um better paint schemes. Just, as you know, well. they're easy to manipulate yeah. inside at, at one point, meaning you know, weights, rattles, whatever. But uh I just I've always liked injection, even you know, toys. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just uh I can tell you I like the plastic toys better than wood toys. The one thing that caught my eye, and I'm nobody, I'm an idiot, but it's a solid one piece bait. Uh what advantage do you think you have over a two piece rat? Like what what's the difference, like the big difference for you? Well, I've never noticed that a a rat with a rattle or a joint, and you, we all know they make noise. You can feel it on your line. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. And um, but I haven't seen because I've made several one-piece rats that the you know the that that it's an advantage. You know, obviously the ones they they jiggle. And like I said a few minutes ago, at a certain point, too many joints, and you start getting a snake attack, yeah. a snake action. Some people like that, some don't. But the one piece though that I like. What I like about the one piece is obviously simple, you know, but the other thing is, is, you know, the bit, this bait had to be a little longer to have two hooks. Most of my rats only have one hook. doesn't matter how big they are, but you know, big or small because they come up and to me, it seems like they pull the belly down every time mm-hmm. and every once in a while they crash it from the side, but mostly pull the belly down. That's just the natural thing. So most of mine only had one hook, uh, no problem hooking them and or losing them. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, but with the hard bait, especially like say this, you know, the injected plastic is, I believe that their teeth slide to the hook. Whereas, cause I have soft rats and I'm, you know, with the, like say with the harness inside or weedless or, you know, with, with nothing. And, you know, you know, they swim pretty good. They swim as good as the hard one, mm-hmm. but I don't hook them. I don't hook the fish as much. The weedless ones obviously don't swim the same. They're more for like twitching or whatever. Yeah. But as far as with the lip and the whole deal, um, because I think they grab that rubber and you can't move it. Keep pulling out you know so I mean? people can see the bait, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, but, but I believe that my signature with, color is that really your signature color? No, it's not. Well, do, you, oh. you prefer pink, don't you? No, brown. Is that um, a brown rat? I got my biggest on this one, so whoa, 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 I joke whoa, whoa. around saying that it's my signature color. By the way, I didn't have a brown one. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, so shape on that. Let's talk about shape a little bit. So the rat is kind of like a banana, like you're talking yeah, earlier. So why so? Why that? I've always been a you know being a slash part time brown trout fisherman too. I always liked the apex and the flatfish. Okay. But they're slow baits. You know, but they get they have a ton of action. I always like that banana style. Mm-hmm. So let's say twenty years ago I had a couple custom baits from Japan. I can't remember what they were, but they had flared gills and the water could go through them. <clears throat> and I actually I obtained them to fish for brown trout. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were bass lures. And I just liked the action. And then when I this was something I just cut it with a bandsaw and cut a little more and cut a little more, glued the joint back together, swam it. And I just went, Oh wow, this is, this is something I want. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, um, but it didn't have the tail at first. And then I just thought, I'm putting a rat tail on this. And I, I immediately abandoned what I was working on to make this rat. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was actually a little surprised, you know, when, you know, working with Swimbait Underground about, you know, that they, that they <clears throat> liked it. Because I was really falling in love with it. And then um, when we got the first, so like I said, I quit making the resin ones. I probably only made a few, a couple smaller ones couple couple big ones um is there a sweet spot on the rat like a sweet spot size wise you think um this is what i'm gonna tell you about the rats is the little rats sell more but you sell them for a smaller price but the medium-sized rats for me you get way more hookups let's say medium and large okay because i think the little ones they they poke at them you know, I've caught a lot of trout on the smaller ones, you know, when I'm fishing for bass. Mm-hmm. But they want to play with it like a killer whale with a, with, that's <laughs> in my opinion, with a seal, right? Yeah. But the big one, hey, man, I'm in jail. I got to take him out. He's going <laughs> to he's gonna come after me. I got to knock out the big guy. Yeah. And I think they, the little fish included, clobber the bigger rats. And then, then big rats, even bigger, um, you actually eliminate a lot of the smaller fish with the, you know, let's just say a nine inch, you know, we've got one over here. If I can reach it over there. You know, we got a bigger, I always make several sizes just to try them out. And uh, we might have this down the road, but, uh, but this is about what I would say would be the best size for everybody in America. Hold you it up I mean? and, and kind of talk just, about it. So uh, you can see it in front of the camera. Talk about, um, Maybe the bill placement, the hook placement, why you did all that stuff like that. Well, the bill placement comes from making a lot of a lot of the lures, but the diamond, like I said, started out as a, you know, less water moving, less water coming through the water easier. But combined with this banana body, you know, this this bait's going to turn about like this. Okay. And um, does it swim like a rat? I don't know if, if it does swim like a rat, it's like a it's struggling rat. There you, um, go. you know, it's funny. I, I fished the pink one the other day. And, uh, when I walked up to the hole, I noticed that there was a, uh, a dead rat. It's pretty rare. And, um, of where I, you know, where I live. And uh, the first thing I thought was, shoot, we're too small. <laughs> that <rat laughs> was big, but somebody caught that rat and threw it there. It stepped on it and yeah. killed it. It's, it's weird that it was, you know, it's in a fishing hole three miles from my house, but, um, so I'm not scared to go bigger, but once again, you know, and you don't know what's going to happen, you know, when they, they just, they just come out. But the main thing about this rat that I noticed was I probably fished it exclusively top water with the resin ones. But mm-hmm. when we got the first samples, Chris sent them to me. And I immediately went on a tear in a spot that I thought was burned out. And, you know, like 100 fish in like three days. Nothing over five pounds and probably not too many over two and a half. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it was an immediate response. And the main thing, though, was I caught about 70% of them subsurface because there was weeds and I wanted to go under them. And, uh, I mean, you know, sometimes you only need a foot. The rat's only got to wiggle twice sometimes in a hole to get bit. Yeah. You know, but, uh, it's, it's, um, this one, you know, I, I think that guys can, you know, 
scratch the bottom a little bit. You know, a lot of water is shallow anyways. Yeah. But this thing will swim in two inches of water. And we, we it dives about a foot. You know what I mean? But uh, it's but this year especially, and maybe just because I haven't done it before, I would say 98% of my fish, and probably I probably caught a couple hundred bass this mm-hmm. summer, were subsurface. What was your big one this summer? Uh, about almost eight pounds. That's nice. So, but uh, yeah, up, up there it is. But uh, and then you know what you see the next day? What night, is night crawler containers floating. <laughs> that means your bass is probably dead. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's some people. They, you know, uh, I need to get a different truck because they see where your truck's at and. They're looking yeah. at what you're doing oh, up there. Well, not necessarily what I'm doing, but where I'm fishing. You know, yeah. but the people do it. You do it at the lake too. Well, I kind of like know? I my boat is my newer boat uh, is all white now. It's not wrapped, and I kind of like that because people don't know who I am again. Because yeah. I have my black boat. It's like you know, it's a black a little aluminum boat. It's mine for sure. Well, yeah. For me, I've got a trout stickers all over the side of my boat and a big old rego bait sticker, and you'd be surprised. Is how the many center people- console too? Yeah. yeah. Is there any other kind? Um, but uh, <laughs> but basically when they uh, – well, the one that really kills me is when you pull your boat out and they walk up and go, hey, man, you throwing swim baits? Uh, yeah. What kind? I go, oh, just something I'm messing around with. What I mean is I got these stickers on my boat nobody even notices anymore. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> so it's not, you know. But uh, I, have, I have a question <laughs> for Chris. What made you guys want to uh, move forward with this rat? Did you have some other baits in mind? Uh, what caught your eye on this one? For us, just being able to build on the the success of the the D3, the first one, and something that's a little bit different. Um, and it really fits my personal fishing style well between the waking and cranking. And, uh, you know, before Jerry mentioned it this summer, to me, I was mostly waking it, but after he, he said he was uh, getting a bunch of his on the crank down. I started cranking a little bit more and saw similar results, but for us, just something that fit nicely, uh, in our, you know, our stable of baits, something that could be fished nationwide and worldwide for that matter. Um, we had a buddy that was out from Japan a couple of weeks ago and sent him home with a couple and he sent me pictures of fish that he's already no caught way. on it. Yeah. So the, the interesting thing is rat baits are, they look big, as far as like size and everything goes, but the baits overall 10 and three quarters inches, but it's only like five inches of the without body. the tail. Yeah. yeah. It's not, not big and they weigh two ounces. So you, you could fish it on pretty much anything. And that's really what we look for when, uh, we're picking what baits we're going to do next. Yeah. This seems like you, you don't need it as heavy as a rod either to, to throw this one. It's a little smaller. Um, do you feel like the, uh, not many people have done a, a good one piece, so you kind of wanted to move forward with that. You know what I'm saying? We did the roach with Jerry. It was a single piece, but it was smaller. What was that maybe four or five years ago? Yeah, the roach. Yeah, so smaller one. And we liked it. Uh, good success on it. Uh, just, again, something different. Everybody mm-hmm. else has multi-piece rats. and That's we, like the trend right now. You see a lot of multi-piece rats. You don't really see one piece. Yeah, That's what I think joints. is cool is yeah. it's something different. Yeah. You know? this. Well, this I noticed was uh in beat up places they just come right out when you're standing there and drill it mm-hmm. you know what i mean whereas most of the time i'd wait till it was dark or almost dark 
Um, you know, I don't catch a lot of fish at night on it, you know, but I'm not, I'm not out there. I'm not down here that much, but, uh, but right before dark and just a little bit after, like say the bone to me, you can't beat it when it's almost dark, just cannot beat bone, you know, but 10 o'clock at night, I don't notice any difference, Yeah, you know, in, in the color. I've never been a, a black rat guy. Um, you know, everybody typically in the past, everybody wants a black bait for at night. I just never really liked black or white on, uh, on the rats where that's what most people would fish. You know, I've done the best with a, uh, I like a, a darker version of the Brown, but, um, this one here, this is a chestnut color and it's, this is probably the best one for maybe everybody, but the gray you don't see that many gray rats, but gray always works. It's just mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's just always been a good one. The, uh, I'll even change out the tail, and I won't, I'll put a gray tail on the on other the end of the mix. You know I mean? But they, sometimes the... it's most of the time it's a black tail. You know, what I mean? but uh, sometimes I want the bait to stand out. Mm -hmm. you know, what but, about the uh, the hair on there? Is that something you've always done instead of painting it, like carved um, it in? This is a uh, um. You know what I'm saying? Because I never I really like... painted it. I tried putting some flocking on them before. I even uh -huh. tried skinning a rat before. And you putting... Know, yeah, glue it on there. You know, I skinned... Uh, Are you fucking serious? I skinned about 1,500 coyotes and 300 bobcats. I know how to do it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at the first sale, they'd go, 7,332 rats. And it'd be muskrats, right? Yeah. And then it'd be like... Seven thousand, like you'd make, they'd make like fifty <clears throat> cents of rats. I just want to skin those rats. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's how many they get. You know, yeah. they trap them or whatever. Yeah. But uh, but as far as the fur, I actually uh, I have that fur patented actually. So the, the it's, fur it's texture. carved the texture. Yes. Right. Okay. And um, it's just uh, but I don't have this this rat patented though. But, but I was just only asking because I know I've talked to other bait makers and they kind of like certain guys were first to paint it. Well, to them maybe. Sure. And But you kind of, why why go with the carving instead of the painting? It, it'd probably be easier to paint it or would you rather just carve it one time? Maybe that takes you a couple well, days or. You mean as far as wood or carving? Well, carving it. Well, because you're going to make the no resin, big... you know, like a, you, you carve it all in. Right. Then you don't really have to paint it that way because it already has right, the car. Do right. you, you'd then, rather go that route. And then the thing about the fur texture is, you know, you can you can paint it and then turn it sideways and you get a different multicolor. Okay. Yeah. You know, just like like a rat has or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But how much harder is it to make this one piece rat? Like when you were starting to make them? Um, it's actually easier. Really? You know, but I did this because it it catches fish. You know what I mean? And it's something different. But the main thing is. A lot of people think that, once again, that a, a wake bait or a rat has to have a joint. You know what I mean? This A year from now, next year at ICAST, <laughs> one-piece rats will be the rage. When you guys started prototyping the first couple versions, uh, was there much to do to it? Like, Chris, when you, when you guys came to him and said, hey, let me check this rat out, were you kind of already satisfied with what he made? I think we just changed. We added texture. We made the ears. Um dimensional why because uh, he wanted that and oh because okay off. yeah yeah i think flat. yeah we changed the size i think we changed the size of the eye too possibly yep. but we did a custom eye this, this eye is supposed to be 
it's actually a rat eye that's been printed and like oh like you scanned the rat eye or something like that yeah okay. found one and so anyway uh that's in there we changed the size of the screw lock in the tail and added uh swiveling hook hangers i think that's about it yeah i think what was cool for me was uh, Chris and I just talked about it a little bit, and then I sent him a picture once. I think said a little earlier of the of the gray one, and it just jumped off the page. Mm-hmm. He goes, "What is that?" Like he goes, "We want that right there," you know. And, and then he, you know, showed it to his partners, and we're there. We go. Just nice. Um, what now? When you're gonna go fish this? You've been fishing it a little bit. Talk about wow. what uh, line. What, what size rod and uh, re- different retrievals you like using? Yeah, so I've been fishing it for the better part of two years. And, and my so closer to your mouth. I've uh, been fishing it for the better part of two years, and so has Jerry. So uh, he mentioned waking it or cranking it. Um, both ways you're going to fish it. Personally, I'm fishing it on 20-pound Iser, uh, Copali, and then uh, I like a slow, retrie- uh, slow gear ratio reel, so like a 5 to 1. Okay. And then medium light or medium heavy. Um, I prefer the LDC and, um, with a snap, that's about it. What snap do you like? Um, a discontinued Japanese snap. Are you guys coming out with one soon? Working on it. Okay. I hope so. Everything's slow. Yeah. Uh, I hope we get it. I hope we get them figured out, but, uh, yeah. So wait, waking it. I found that on this particular bait, I need to put my rod tip up a little bit. Usually mm-hmm. I fish everything tip down, but, um, waking it will be rod tip. Uh, not all the way up, but you know, elevated, and then cranking it, I'll I'll go tip down, and it's pretty simple. Uh, yeah. I've caught caught up fish both ways. Uh, my numbers wise, I've caught the most cranking it down, but my biggest fish have been waking it. So you want to talk about your biggest fish you've caught on it? The biggest fish I caught on it was about a month ago with uh, the king out here. We were actually filming for this project, and uh, first thing in the morning, cast it up on a rock, and it was. 10 pounds 12 ounces that's the biggest one you've had in a while huh 10 years no way yeah my last my last double digit was an 11 uh, over 11 and that was exactly 10 years ago that's pretty good and it, recently it's been shitty too yeah. i mean were you pretty like shocked when you caught it oh i, was, I couldn't but well initially when it the way it ate i thought it was small uh and then it just kind of like came off the off of the shoreline and went deep but like I couldn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. So I just assumed it was small that that particular lake is known for small fish lately. And, uh, so then I got to the side of the boat re- ready to boat flip it and realized that it was not coming that way. Damn. Yep. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It was cool. It was, uh, waking it and, uh, just slow rod tip up and boom. Yeah. Yeah. What, are, how many colors are you guys doing in this? Five colors. What are the names of um gray chestnut bone pink and black okay nothing nothing uh outlandish or anything different for names just pretty pretty standard stuff that's a good idea yeah yeah (laughs) i did the outlandish names it doesn't work too good (laughs) see i I like braid do you really Yeah, yeah and um i want that instant hook set um you know like this is essentially kind of a crank bait and when most people they want to let the rod load up i'm I never let the rod. Do you up. throw braid on your cranks as just, well? I'm sorry. On your crankbaits, do you throw braid? Um, no, not all the time. Just only if if I think the water's a little bit dirty or okay. You know, what I, mean? I think uh, 
you know, crankbait's got that little tied action where with this bait with its wide action, I don't think they're looking at the line so much, but I'm not going to tell you that I could come down to San Diego and get fish on the braid, you know, know, a little smart, you know, and then, but, um, but I just like the solid hook set, you know, never letting it load. I've just, you know, I I like to rail them. It doesn't cost any more money to swing, (laughs) Um, but, uh, and a snap and similar to what the snap that he likes. Okay. Um, I like, you know, like a dual lock, but some of them, I always say the dual locks that have a straight crossbar are really good. And if the crossbar is a little angled, they suck. Why? They're just made by a different factory. Oh, okay. You know, I, it, believe it or not, I just found out in the last couple of years that dual lock is a style, not a brand. Oh, no, no <laughs> you know way. I mean? Yeah. And then like, you know, like, let's just say like the, like the egg snaps, mm-hmm. you know, or, um, you know, I don't like one that's too hard to open and close. You know, I'm always, this is no kidding, getting bit by a mosquito while I'm doing it or freezing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I got to take my gloves off. Yeah. I, like, I like a snap to open and close. And, you know, and, you know, obviously they got to be strong because you never know when you're going to hook a real big one, you know, but I just like the freedom of the snap and the changing. Um, you know, I've been told before, um, you know, snap is for guys that hang baits, you know, well, I hang a bait every other cast sometimes when I'm <laughs> testing. You know what I mean? So I don't want to be tying on and yeah. you know what I mean? Like uh I've come to you know, glide baits, I like to tie right right to the nose. No no ring, no snap, no Do nothing. you think that why do you do that? Because I heard some I, people use snap yeah, for, some action, do, but for action wise. My glide well. baits have open mouth and sometimes the snap or the ring gets okay. caught. Right. You know what I mean? And uh I've even tried the little figure eight links. I like those because they turn you know, like when you pull in, it turns to glide, you know, turn the bait. Mm-hmm. But again, those get caught too. So, but, but with like, you know, the rat styles, it just, yeah, I'm going to switch. I might even switch colors in between casts, you know, if I got followed or something. Yeah. You know, just all about making it easy. Matching the hatch. Just, well, yeah, just simplicity. And, you know, I wasn't a big fan of the, of the hook hangers, of the swiveling hook hangers, but I am now. Um, you know, they say, I think you're giving them something because they can spin. See, I heard the opposite that if you don't have them, they can, they can leverage against the bait. But I can tell you that since I've been using the swiveling hook hangers, I have a hard time unhooking the fish (laughs) because they, they're working. Whereas in the past, so in the past I even used, uh, if I really wanted to kill the fish, I'd put the hook right on the screw. I know no uh ring or nothing. oh shit and it it will they're not getting off but yeah. you're gonna kill the fish yeah they'll just cut holes in them and hook them again oh you know literally yeah. on, the, on the same fight all right guys thanks for coming on all and right. everyone grab some uh bait you, this month's sponsor too as well for the patreon to so sign up you guys have a chance at some so appreciate you guys listening